constantly surrounded by booties. All right, so we're going to head right into Maddie's music. Maddie, uh, take it away, man. Um, all right. So bear with me. I've been drinking all day today. I've been so, drinking. All day, though. So uh, so I, uh, everyone was supposed to listen to Youth Lagoon, Savage Hills Ballroom. Uh, I did. It's not, it's not metal, uh, first of all. Um, uh, I, get, I don't even know what you call it, just like indie rock, I guess. Uh, but uh, I had um, heard a Year in Hibernation, which was his first record, and I enjoyed it. It was just a little like kind of all the same shit that was coming out, but this album came out last year, and it just kind of was a little different to me, like more like more song structure, a little more poppy, a little more. It just seemed like more he knew what he wanted to do instead of make like these really like obscure indie records that like you would kind of listen to and be like. Uh, cool this is kind of cool sounding I don't really know what he's saying and the music seems kind of muddled but this seems more structured it more seems like he has a plan with it um, I kind of uh, compared it to if Sunny Day Real Estate made an album in 2015 and there were, weren't a lot of guitars and there was a more a lot more synthesizer and just keyboard action in it uh, just because of the vocal stylings that he does um, I'm also a huge fan of like high-pitched vocals Anytime, anytime, any man that is singing high pitched, I'll probably enjoy it. Um, but uh, that's what got me into it. A friend of mine, she's a huge fan of Youth Lagoon. She actually let me listen to a year in hibernation, and then she was super psyched when this record was coming out. And we were like in her kitchen, like making food, listening to this, and I just was like, God, this is fucking good. This is like a step up from his two previous albums. Like this is a, on a whole new level very excited about it and the reason i chose it for this time was i actually went to a record store and picked it up for like 10 bucks and i was super excited about it because uh listening to metal all the time is great and i love it and if that's all you want to listen to great good job but uh, <laughs> every once in a while i just need to fucking sit back and chill and just listen to a guy sing high pitch to me and just take it in because i love it um, but uh so i love it i think it's solid i think a lot of the lyrics are very like pr like just reading the lyric sheet, it's very much about relation, uh, going through a lot of relationship shit, probably trying to figure shit out. Also, uh, there's a song on here called Highway Patrol Stun Gun, which seems very relevant to everything that's going on with the police today and just the, our, what's going on in America currently. I'm also sure in other countries, but I don't live in other countries. So, you know, uh, just seems like it was like an album he needed to make, but it also needed to be more accessible to people and it sounds a little more that's why it's probably like the vocals a little more standoutish and the music's a little more solid now turning it over to the superhouse crew what did you all think stefan go ahead on this one can you hear me okay yeah you're clear yeah all right awesome fuck yeah um to be honest i uh, i really liked the year what is it called the year in hibernation the first album yeah. A Year in Hibernation. I really liked his first album a lot. I don't think I heard the last album. And this album, I like like the first two or three songs, but I, I've put it on a few times, but I haven't been able to like get past like the first four. 
because um, I think I, I think I might be that guy that you're talking about that only listens to metal. <laughs> the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, this is nice, and I'm like tapping my toe and shit, but I'm like, I'm not angry enough right now. All right, so I listened to this like two weeks ago, and or a week ago it was whenever you first told us, and then we took a week off, and then I kind of forgot I'd even listen to it. And you can kind of tell from the name and the album artwork that this is not going to be metal. So I knew what I was kind of getting into to begin with. But yeah, when I put it in, I was like, oh, this is soft. <laughs> <laughs> this is very soft. Um, but yeah, I, I, liked, I liked it overall. I liked it overall. It was very like you could chill to it if you were like, you know, smoking weed or whatever. It would probably be fucking incredible. Um, Chilling with a girl. Yeah, something like that. Like instead of like blazing some fucking screaming in their face all the time. You, you gotta have some, some records in the collection, dude. I got the Converge, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got some uh, Cannibal Corpse. Um, well, I was I was gonna sleep with you till you put on Converge. Shit. Shit. Yeah. You're not worth it anyway. Sometimes a man needs to be soft. <laughs> <laughs> and other times hard. <laughs> Uh, but call to action. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't uh, wasn't like super super in love with it, but I thought it was decent overall. I give it like a six point five or so out of ten, Maddie. No, oh, I mean that's a solid score. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a fresh tomato. <laughs> I, I looked this guy up too. He he apparently he quit the he quit this project or whatever after this uh, album. Oh, I have no idea what's going on. I just, uh, like I said, a friend just introduced me to the first record. Didn't even realize there was a second one. And then um, this came out, and I don't know. I just I, I just listened to it. I don't really – most of the time I'm just taking in music and not really caring about, like, whatever's going on with the, the person who's done – who's making the music under assumed name or whatever. I just try to take in as much as I can and then – if I really love it, then I'll try to figure out like all that the little like shit. But now I'm gonna look into it if he's not making any more records under Youthful Goon. I mean, maybe he thought this was such a departure from Youthful Goon that he wants to do something different. I don't know. How how is it different though? I mean, yeah. You just have to listen before? to you just have to listen to the first one. Like, I think Stefan was kind of saying was, uh, it's just a little more. I don't even know. It's uh... the um, <clears throat> the uh, the like production value on the on the albums is really different. The first album yeah. is a lot more stripped down. It's a lot more like in your basement kind of recording writing. And I think and it's stuff. just him. Yeah, exactly. And then the newer one is it's more well produced. It has it very much like is. I mean, it's a studio album. You know, it has like. Yeah. It has the reliance of studio musicians probably and, and probably a lot of really great recording equipment behind it, which I think you can tell in the quality of music. Yeah. Um, the first album has that kind of like down home in the basement alone singer-songwriter kind of feel to it. So um, I think that was one of my issues actually with this newer album is it feels less intimate than the first album, but I think if you picked this one up uh, first, you probably wouldn't even mind. Yeah. Like, I like the first one, and what I've listened to of the, his second album I also like as well. It's just, this one I thought would be good. I don't know. It just, it was a good album to me. I really liked it. I like, sometimes I like overproduction produced stuff, and uh, I don't know. Like I really part. like a lot of his vocal stylings on this one. 
compared comparative to the other ones. Um, so I don't know. I like it. So fuck you, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though, man. You hardly ever find me like really hating a song. I'll either be uninterested or I hating a a band. Even like that fucking pop shit, like that from the '90s that we grew up with. I, I don't hate it. I'm just not interested in it. Except yeah. for that that fucking Lady Lump song. That is the fucking most annoying fucking song <laughs> ever made, ever. Lady Lump sounds like you have cancer, not curves, you stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> put that shit on my fucking real. grave. <laughs> my tombstone. <laughs> I'm, cha- I'm changing subjects, I guess. but um, Yeah, man, I don't even know what to say other than that, dude. It was soft, pretty good, different from metal. Um, kind of cool. We got into our uh, our feminine side, not feminine, a softer side. Softer side. Softer side, and uh, it's okay to chill out every once in a while. Yeah, it, it is. It yeah. is, dude. I, I gotta tell I... you, man, liturgy's still my favorite shit. You introduced me to. I've been listening to that shit even like this week. Have you listened nice. to any of their other stuff? A little bit, but I'm still wanting to like take in that that one album because it was just so different. I was like, I felt like I was like in a Back to the Future, when that guy's like, "This is the new shit, this is it." <laughs> He's making that call, like Didn't talking about rock and roll in general. I like that's that's the first hipstery thing I ever liked too. Probably that hips, it's hipster black metal, right, or whatever. Yeah, more or less. I mean, they're the pioneers of that. They, yeah, yeah. They kind of created that. I'd say like them and Deaf Heaven are probably yeah. the big pioneers of like <clears throat> shooing this metal into a different, into what it could be. Right. Or just like taking different influences and not even making it different, just taking all these influences that you're getting as a mu- like a musician these days. Because, I mean, compared to like what I was listening, what I could get my hands on in high school to today, it's fucking, it's insane. So can you imagine growing up in a world where you have literally every music styling at your fingertips? Right. Like you could right. literally be yeah. like, oh, I need to know what Bone Thug sounds like. Oh shit, I need to hear this Miles Davis record. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit, I also need to listen to this Slayer record. You know, it's like it's what a all time there. to be yeah. alive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I didn't have this. Like I literally, like freshman in high school, had someone be like, oh, do you like punk? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And he's like, here, here's a Minor Threat album. That's like how I got music. Like I couldn't go look it up because, yeah. like, I mean, there were computers, but my family didn't have one. So I either had to, like, get online, figure out, like, oh, should I invest my, like, $15 in this fucking CD and have it shipped to my house? Am I going to like it? You, like, took a gamble on that shit. Like, today it's just, like, you can download it and be like, nah, listen to three tracks, fuck this shit, you know? <laughs> That's so nice. It's, it sucks I mean, when, it, when you bought an album and it's, most of it sucked. You're just like, oh, 20 bucks down the drain. I mean, it does suck, but... I mean, it's just, like, there's going to be different kind of, like, people who are really into different genres. And, like, I think Liturgy, like, with that album that you're talking about, the artwork, is definitely something that is coming with, like, kids that are that age. And, you know, uh, just like that, all those influences. And, uh, Stefan, I totally forget that band of those uh, three black uh, kids. What's the name? Unlocking the Truth, y'all. I also think that there are like very much a generation of kids growing up with like, you know, all this metal from Slayer to like, you know, even oh, more yeah. popular like Rage Against the Machine to like the hip hop side, and it's all coming together. And like, some of it I like, some of what they're doing I like, but 
it's just an interesting time to see like what younger kids are going to come up with musically like i feel like yeah. if i made music now everyone would be like oh it sounds like it's from the 90s well fuck yeah that's the music i grew up with what do you expect from right that? right that's right you know, I think uh, there's gonna be a I think there's gonna be a point in time when we're too old. It just all of it just sounds like a remix of the last thing that came out, which yeah. I think in a lot of ways is. But I think it takes those younger generations to kind of recognize the differences because they can relate to it. Yeah. One day we'll be over the hill, guys. I'm Michael Bolton. Here I come. <laughs> just have a lot of hair in the back. <laughs> it, it's just it's an interesting time to like. There's so much music coming out all the time, and uh, I don't know, man. It's just—it's just like Maddie. You started this for me anyway. You started this out on the top. I want to get to there again. I need another liturgy. Is what I'm saying. Oh shit! I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's the next band I picked, but my boy's in it, and I love my boy. So plug it. Plug it real quick, Maddie. Uh, the next one is going to be direct hits. Uh, Wasted mine. Uh, Stefan, did you meet uh, Devin K? Uh, I feel like I saw pictures of him on your Facebook, I think, back yeah, in the day, uh, maybe. Well, we worked at a place called The Exchange, which was like a record store, DVD, video game store. Just oh, a cool yeah. dude. Since I've known him, he's just wanted to make music, and that's it. Basically, to, to be a big fuck you to his dad, who was also a musician, but didn't make it. And uh, his nice band, story. Direct Hit, which he got... They were a band, and then I think his band, Devin K and the Solutions, tour, played a show or two with them in Chicago or toured with them for a little bit. Um, and then I guess they liked him, whatever. I don't know the real story. Hopefully I'm going to do an interview with him pretty soon for Camera Noise just to, like, you know, get some of this shit cleared up, see how he is in life and whatever. Um, but he got uh, he became the second guitarist for Direct Hit. And their new album, Wasted Mind, is actually on Fat Records, which I think is pretty cool for a guy that I was working in a record store with who just talked and complained about music and just wanted to make it. So, you know, it's not Epitaph, it's not fucking Columbia, it's not fucking big record label, but it's pretty fucking, it's pretty fucking nice to be on. And uh, I saw him the other night, he came to Cincinnati and he played probably in front of 10, 15, 20 people maybe. Uh, great to catch up with him. Super cool dude. Definitely like an honorary Superhouse member if I've ever met one. He uh, he had just opened for Blink-182 like a couple of days before. And can you guys imagine that fucking crowd he played awesome. for? So uh, he's doing it. He seems really? modest about it. But as far as I'm concerned, he's my celebrity friend. Until <laughs> one of you motherfuckers does something. So uh, hurry up, Andrew. What the fuck? We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, but uh, a direct hit, Wasted Mind, is the next album. Listen to it. Uh, wait, wait, band, really na- band name is what? Direct hit, like as in Home Alone, direct hit. Okay, know? and album uh, title is what? Mind. It's a very, it's a very like Blink-182 kind of sounding band. Uh, they do do some screaming on it, which I enjoy, because I love the screams. Right. But it's very much, the guitar is a very pop-punk vibe, but... Uh, you know, I think it's a very solid album. It's like the most produced thing I've heard from them. It sounds really cool. Uh, I'm interested to see what you guys think about it. Um, mainly, mainly promoting it because my boy's in it, and uh, I love me some Devin K. All right, cool. Um, how do you guys feel about moving on to gaming memories? Oh, I'm ready. I got I got a notebook full of shit. Let's Down do it. for memory lane, guys. All right. So this time we wanted to uh, talk about, like I said, our video game memories. Um, 
we actually have made ourselves some questions to kind of ask the group. Um, the first of which would be like just our top games for each of these old systems, and I'm personally thinking 32-bit and before. Are we pretty much on the same page with that, everybody? With everybody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So who wants to go first for favorite? Let's stick to NES. Let's just keep it 8-bit in the from the beginning, real quick. Okay. Best NES game. All right. Uh, we go with Ninja Gaiden 2. Why? Um, that's like. Oh, let's see. I I think a friend had it, or I was like reading like game mags. Like I had, um, you know, I, I I'd got a Nintendo for Christmas and only got Mario, and so I had to go like rent all my games from you know some local uh, video store. And um, I would get like uh, I don't know if they were Game Pros or something else it was called before that. Like there was Nintendo Power and there was like some other thing. Um, but I would see like the cover of this game and see like the the, the the inside of the game as well, and I really wanted to play it. Like friends were talking about it at school, and so I picked it up before I even played like Ninja Gaiden One, um, and uh, really fell in love with it. You know, ninjas and swords, like a you know that that gets me every time. <laughs> uh, the story, like uh, you know, they they kidnap his girl like midway through, and you gotta go. Find his girl, Irene. Uh, I thought the levels were really cool. The monsters were great. Um, the The music was amazing. It just really uh, made it become like my favorite Nintendo game, I believe. All right. Uh, no runner-ups, or do you want to leave it at that? Or uh, I'd say <clears throat> Ninja Gaiden One uh, <laughs> definitely was your runner-up. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's see if I can get like two more. Uh, you love the fuck out of some Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, buddy. Um, let's see for Nintendo. Keep it just in a yes for right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. So just for time, we'll 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 go on to something else. Johnson, we haven't heard from you. What's up? Yeah, what's up? Uh, other than the, I mean, I think overall the most solid was. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, but that's boring. Everybody knows about that. Uh, I think my overall favorite was Adventure Island 3. Oh, okay, yeah. That was a great game. It was uh, the one where you could, uh, you were the kid, it was side-scrolling, you could get on dinosaurs, and there was like four or five different dinosaurs. You also had boomerangs or hammers. Like, It was a cool game. It just had a really cool little fun cartoony style. and. Uh, yeah, some UFO, some alien comes and steals your girl. I think that was the plot to all the games back then. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. Good music, fun, bright, colorful. Any, any Anything else or just the one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there was that. Uh, I really enjoyed, I think it was Mega Man 3. Oh, yeah, I love those. It was always threes. I always loved number three. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was a good one, because that was, uh, like, with Sparkman, right? And Spark like, Man. Quick, uh, yeah. Was Quick Man in that one? I think so, the Star right? The Ninja yeah. Star. Yeah. And did, did that have Pharaoh Man, I think? I think it might have had Pharaoh Man. They are. That, that might have been four. Four, yeah, that might be four, right, right. <clears throat> 
I mean, those games were fucking impossible. I mean, I had to get a game genie to beat them. Wow. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, they were fun. They were cool. Yeah, um, I had to do that with Ninja Gaiden 2 because I couldn't beat the last level. So I eventually got a game genie and, like, had infinite health and finally beat it. Those games were crazy. I mean, you had to be a savant to beat those. I mean, like... Yeah, you'd have to really know the, the strategy for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I always say, the, you know, like the Mario 3 was always the most solid because that was like one of the few games back then I could actually beat without cheating. <laughs> it was just like a really well-balanced game in that respect. Cool. Maddie. what about you, man? Any um, NES? Oh, uh, just my favorite games for NES? Yeah, if you had to pick um, one, top one. Top one. Um, Kung Fu. Really? Oh, you're, yeah, you're, you're kidding uh, about I, that. No, I fucking love that game. It's really? It, it was like, I think in Japan or somewhere, it was like Project A. It was like based off a Jackie Chan game for that okay. movie, Project A. But then they called it Kung Fu over here because, like, who the fuck was watching Project A at that time? No one. No one was. Um, <laughs> especially in fucking, like, small town Kentucky. Uh, if I had to follow it up, it'd probably be like Battletoads, even that game's fucking hard as shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I always go back to Kung Fu like every year because I get I progress further in it every year of my life. <laughs> I still haven't beat it to this day because I just get so fucking frustrated. Like I'll like I'll get I'll get past the level I stopped at when I was like a fucking baby Maddie, and then like, <laughs> and then I'll be like fuck this shit, to throw it down, and then just be like now I'll just go play Dark Souls three, and also go equally as frustrated while I play it. Um, <laughs> Kung Fu's the one where you're going from uh, right to left, and the guys just run up and hug you, and you die. Yeah. Most of the time, you just have to crouch and do the little uh, kick. Yeah, the little, yeah, yeah. Uh, leg sweep. The. <laughs> so great, man! I love that game. Uh, that's one of my that that was like, I had like when I was younger, I had uh, like the Mario games. Um, and then I like randomly because I'd seen Terminator relatively young and the guy on the front cover of Snake's Revenge looked so much mm. like Michael Bean. I was like, I need to own this game. I yeah. don't even care. And that game was fucking hard as shit. And then I had Kung Fu and between Mario and Kung Fu is like the only games I could get very far in as a little kid. So like those are like some of my favorite games. Um, but uh, Snake's Revenge would be up there and just like a nostalgia like thing for me but uh yeah and i uh, later on i got battle toads because i was like fuck yeah like toads that look kind of like ninja turtles let's play this game let's do this <laughs> and then that first ninja turtles game was pretty good too but oh yeah yeah that, yeah, that, that was good i'd get to a spot and i couldn't get, get anywhere else i didn't know where to go yeah. you were in the sewers right yeah, most of like you would walk around in a little city and then you'd like jump into sewers to like do the like level and then you'd hop back up and there'd be like soldiers and shit like roaming around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when you got out of the sewer, there was like a top down view yeah. of, the, of the, their turtle van or whatever and then you'd like pop it. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like a top down at first. Yeah. It was cool. Like, yeah, those are some of my favorite games from my childhood. Like, they had turtles in it, frogs, fucking karate <laughs> shit. Let's do it. <laughs> the power-ups, and the, and they were really good in Battletoads, I remember. Yeah. That was a fun game. It's hard shit, but it was fun. 
Yeah, I played the fuck out of that. I made the boring choice of choosing Mario 3. <laughs> but I do think that's was. like the best. <laughs> any, it's the one that just sticks to my mind the most. I played it yeah. the most. And also yeah. I have I have a pretty good memory of it where my dad had picked us up from school and then dropped it, we went back home and my mom was already there playing Mario 3. And this was before, you know, I was like five. I wasn't keeping up with game news at the time. I didn't know that was a Mar new Mario game out. Because you were five. But, yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, we I asked mom, I was like, is it anybody's birthday today? And she was like, no, I just wanted to play it. <laughs> <laughs> My mom bought Mario 3 for herself, essentially. <laughs> played it a bit. I don't think she ever beat it or anything, but she played it for a good bit. And then... Uh, you know, gave it over to us, but uh, yeah, I have a pretty good memory with that game. It's <laughs> cool. That wasn't, yeah, it's the most solid game all around. I mean, yeah, by far. I have a, I, I love Super Mario Bros. too. I just thought it was so weird and so different. Like I just like, oh, yeah. like I just like went back to it. I had that and three, and I would just always go back to two, just because it was like such a different feel. Like, the music was weird, like, the gameplay was kind of strange, and just, like, I don't know, I always liked, I always liked that one a little more than 3, but... Yeah, you know the story, right? It was a totally different game, and then they just reskinned it with Mario yeah, yeah. characters. I've heard all that stuff, but just, like, I haven't gone back and played it or anything, but yeah. Dude, I always you can... thought it was, like, strange, and, like, I mean... So, I'm always attracted to strange shit, even now in my life. Like, what's the right. strangest thing I can do in my life, or play, or listen to or watch it's like i'm always i always need that in my life <laughs> maddie you can get an emulator for the famicom disc system and then andrew andrew just stop it's so <laughs> but it's, I, I it's already to play right now all right but I'm, what i'm saying I'm is you can back. you I'm could download time, you could download this game called doki doki panic and see how exactly it's like mario 2 yeah. <laughs> they've literally changed out the characters yeah. And that's it. It's the whole. The game is exactly the same. It's nuts. There's also a Metroid game for that system, and um, the, the first music game called Otaki. It was for that system as well. Just a little history. Schooling us, Andrew. Every mm -hmm. day, all day, all day, er day. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna move on to Game Boy. Game Boy. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry, dude. Go ahead. I just got, I just got two real quick. The first Double Dragon. Okay. Uh, being, being able to knee somebody in the head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That, I never saw that in a video game yet. That was probably the most satisfying. Like, since then, beat-em-ups have always been my jam. Um, and then the other one was Excite Bike. I got pretty yeah, far in Excite Bike. That game's hard as fuck. But I loved the physics of that game, just being able to do, like, a full backflip control where you landed on the ramp full yeah. confession here i've never played si excite bike oh my god dude play yeah. that shit right after this podcast i need i need to go back i also oh. need to state that skater die 2 was the fucking oh, yeah. shit skater die 2 yes. skater, die, skater yeah. die 1 was good <clears throat> but 2 was just like you know what let's make it a little easier to play this fucking game not too much but a little <laughs> easier and Oh, dude, fucking Skater dies, man. Oh. Yeah, Double Dragon Why? 2 is another game that I picked up before the original, 
and just loved it. And then, yeah, I think that's where I got into the beat-em-ups was Double Dragon 2. And just like, yeah, doing like the super knee and like knocking people out of the screen was great. The music was good too. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I loved those when I was a kid, but I, I feel like that whole genre, like Streets of Rage and shit, I don't think it holds up except for the, the real big ones like Turtles in Time and The Simpsons. Need to revive. Uh, wait, Streets of Rage totally holds up. One oh, really? I don't, I don't know, man. I can't play them most of the time, dude. I can't play those games anymore. You well, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're rethink that whole type of genre. I'm missing beat 'em up. The best, most recent beat 'em up is The Warriors by Rockstar. Okay. They did that shit right. Satisfying fighting in an engine, um, and like they made use of 3D space in a way that nobody's used, and it feels like a Rage or a Double Dragon. Right. The the uh, streets streets of rage in Japan is called bare knuckle. Yeah, right. <laughs> bare knuckle and the the, the 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 Mega Drive versions have more blood in them and shit. Yeah. The American ones are always watered it down. Yeah. All right, Joey, lead us off with the Game Boy. <laughs> um, I think my main Game Boy game was Metroid Two. Okay. Uh, again, uh, you know, with the sequels, I I played a little bit of the first one for Nintendo, and it just I get stuck and didn't know what I was doing, and wasn't really the visuals didn't really keep me. But Metroid Two, I think a friend had had it at school, and we had the Game Boy, and you know, we're just like playing around, um, and I really started to get into that because you kind of had to like go around and kill all these uh, sort of super Metroids or. Um, uh, mutated ones, fully grown, I guess. Uh, but it, I really got into that one. The music was cool. I liked the the setting. Um, second would be, and I just remembered this is um, uh, Gargoyles Quest. Um, I've seen the box of that. I never played that though. It plays like a RPG, uh, a little at the beginning. Kind of walk around a town. And you're uh, just talking to other like demons and gargoyles, and then you sort of fly out to a level, um, and you could like hang on the side of the walls, and like you could fly a little and shoot fireballs out of your mouth, and boss um, <laughs> fights were really intense, and you know I that really had like a that one and Metroid were I think two of my favorites, and I've did end up getting like Demon's Crest later on, but. Never beat that, but yeah, those two are probably my favorite. Was, game that, Boy was games. that first a Game Boy release? Gargoyles Quest or Demon's Crest? Oh, they're they're uh, the same. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Demon's Crest is, I believe, the is the third one. I don't remember. Oh, what the, it's a series. Yeah, there's a Nintendo one um, as well. That I think is either before or after the Game Boy one. I didn't know about Demon's Crest at all growing <clears> up, but I've come to know it through youtube and shit now yeah um but yeah what about you johnson uh game boy game boy uh i'm trying to remember because i just had a whole string of just really shitty games that i just couldn't yeah play. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i think so as far as like, everyone yeah but the one i remember that was like just really fun and the playability was just really well balanced was uh it was one of the kirby games Kirby's Maybe Dreamland. 
Yeah, I think that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was really good. It was good, cool. Yeah. yeah you, I mean, it was playable. <laughs> you could, you knew what the fuck was going on. You know, you, <laughs> like you're looking at the screen and it makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, that was a really solid game. Um, other than that, maybe like uh, later the Pokemon ones. Like, actually, my nephew had it and he didn't know how to do certain things so I started playing it and then I got into it and bought my own Game Boy Color in that game and that was fun uh, I, one of the first ones maybe Pokemon Red or something I don't know I've never played any Pokemon game yeah I never would have gotten into it if, if he hadn't asked me to try and do it for him right right like, everybody loves those games though man yeah people yeah crazy about it uh, what was that? Sound like a fart. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did you fart, Joey? Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Should have muted your mic, bro. I smelled over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Maddie. Maddie, best Game Boy game. Uh, I don't know if it's the best, but uh, this is the first time as a little baby, Maddie, <laughs> that I saw an Alien versus Predator game. <laughs> <laughs> and I was fucking like, yes, that right now. I needed it in my Let me life. ask you a question real quick, though. Did Baby Maddie have a beard? <laughs> Baby Maddie, Maddie has always had a beard since the beginning of time. <laughs> so that's just how it is until, until it is not. Um, but that one, I would say that it was very fucking hard. Uh, dude, I don't... Frustratingly hard. But I loved it because... It was like two of my favorite movies come together in a video game. That kind of like got me into like, you know, like what else is out there for the like or the comic books and all that. And so then I went and found all the comics and stuff. And then I would have to say, uh, I remember picking up Pokemon Blue because it had a Squirtle comes <laughs> into on the front of it, and I was like, yes, I need all that in my life. Um, and I played, I played a lot of that game, but I think. Like, during the time I had a Game Boy to everything, it was, like, kind of growing up, and just, like, Pokemon was at that level of, like, where it's, like, you're, like, you're young enough to like Pokemon, but old enough to, like, you should be getting out of this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was a weird kind of area. I think we were kind of, like, I feel like for our gener generation it was kind of weird because it's, like, you weren't, like, People are like, what do you mean you weren't into Pokemon? And you're like, listen, y'all, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. like I watched the cartoon a little bit because it was on in the morning and I played a little bit of the game. But I think if you like were a kid during when it was in its prime, like, like, because I never got into the trading card game at all either. But I know a lot of people who just like fucking ate all Pokemon up. They were just like, give me all I can take. I'll I take think... the games. I'll take the trading card game. I'll take the show, the movies. I don't think I've seen the Pokemon movie, honestly. Dude, so. I actually went to see that shit with my brother in the theater because he's five years younger than me, and he was super into it. He was the exact yeah. age for it. And I just remember thinking, like, why is this a big thing? Because all these Pokemon are essentially animals. You're collecting animals. You're cockfighting. Yeah. This, no, I just, this I doesn't make any sense. I about this earlier today. Nin Ninja Turtles, they all talked. Yeah. All, you know, everything I grew up with, all the main characters talked. Pikachu's the main thing in this fucking show. It only says his fucking name. This is fucking <laughs> That's stupid. All they say. 
That's all. That's all. Say. That's all any of them say. So I just. I mean, maybe. I like, was just. I was too old for it by the time it came out. I guess it just never really affected me at all. Don't like the Muse or whatever, like Muse Two or whatever. Don't they like uh, talk or whatever? I don't know. Fuck it. I'm not even getting into this. I'm out. <laughs> um, that, that that's my pick. Let's let's move on because this Pokemon discussion I feel like would go on forever. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Stefan, favorite Game Boy game? Uh, I never really had a Game Boy. The only Game Boy game I ever played was Tetris, and it was pretty good. Tetris is solid. Good choice. Yes. <laughs> you never had a Game Boy at all. Uh, no, not really. My brother got one right before he went on a trip to Australia uh, for the plane ride. You know. Yeah. Um, and he only had Tetris and like maybe one other game and like trying to get it away from him right before he left. No way. So I think I mostly, I heard the music to Tetris and I was like, that's probably a good game. (laughs) It is a good game. And (laughs) Stefan has never played it from this point on. He's just like, you know what? The music's good. I'm done. Yeah. But I tell people I beat it. <laughs> wow! That's what you tell at bars. That's how you get your ladies. Yeah. Like what? Just if I play, if I ever press start on that game, I beat it. At this point, I beat it. Dude, <laughs> that's, a, a, good story, that's a good bro. rule. That's a, that's a great rule. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna adapt Shit that to fades my with time. How life. do I? How can I even know that I didn't beat it? You know, mm-hmm. memory just sucks nowadays. Yeah. But basically, Indeed. you said you didn't have a Game Boy, so you've never actually played Tetris or even come close to beating it. Well, I've played it eventually, yeah. Mm, maybe I don't know. <laughs> just I just didn't have it. You're the full first, of lies. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a I didn't have a Game Boy enough to have a favorite game. Let's just say that. Stefan's a liar, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I had a Game Gear, or I the cat's oh, out I of the bag. Too. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had a, a game fucking Game Gear. Well, gear hey, let's I... save the Game Gear conversation for after this one. How about that? Okay. <laughs> hold, on. Right. hold on. Before we switch gears, our audience can't take it, guys. Uh, it's Nintendo or nothing. One at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, my top, I guess I'm boring again, because I think the best Game Boy game in my memory is Super Mario 2, The Six Golden Coins. Oh, we played that, remember? Yes, Johnson and I <laughs> actually played that on emulator <laughs> Dude, together. Was passing passing the controller back and forth, and then is, is that who is that kid in the background? Sorry, he's okay. Somebody, one of your cousins. Yeah, Joey's got kids. My, my nephew. Okay. All right. Anyway, yes, yeah, the two golden coins, and then. Uh, I think I kind of agree with Johnson though. My other pick would be the would be Kirby's Dream Land. Kirby, yeah, that game was the fucking shit. I was I was going to summer camp and I was of uh, this kid and who was sitting seat in front of me had Super Mario Land and so I borrowed the I borrowed his Game Boy for like basically the whole ride and beat Super Mario Land like right as we were getting out of the van. Jesus. I like, Can I have my Game Boy back, please? I was like, Yeah, here you go. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to take it. Yeah. That was the only Mario with the bunny hat as well. Like, it kind of float around. As far as I know, I haven't played any of the new ones. But um, anyway, moving on to Game Gear. I don't, I actually didn't prepare for this one myself, but uh, There's Joey. no good Game Gear. <laughs> do you got one, Joey? I, that, that's another one I never had. I did borrow it from a friend, and I think he only had Sonic. So I played that. Um yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it while I had it. You know, you had to have, like, so many batteries for that yeah, thing. Dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the motherfucker ate them. Yeah. 
But so I'd play right by the, like the wall socket because I, I he had the plug. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. did that shit, man. Yeah. 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 This was, this was... I had that battery pack that was like ten. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks so cool carrying that around. You like work out while you're playing fucking games. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so wait, Johnson, you were a self-proclaimed Sega kid. So did you have? Oh yeah, I, I had the Game Gear, but all the games are garbage. I don't even yeah. remember what mm-hmm. I had. I, I know I had that one Sonic. single good one. I know I can't Excuse think me. of a single Mortal one. Kombat was on there. Oh really? Excuse yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> I never, I never had that one. But uh, yeah, I can only remember that Sonic, and even that was shit. That was a horrible <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't have a Sega, so this was as close as I could get. Really? So yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that's no, your only song. I mean, I would go to a had a Sega, because that fucking Jurassic Park game where you play as a motherfucking raptor, yeah. that's what oh, I yeah, yeah. all the time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a Game Gear, uh, Mortal Kombat, fucking, uh, what's the fuck, I just had a, what was that play on there? Echo the Dolphin? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the Dolphin. yeah, 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 that's a top one. Fucking shit. I had other stuff too. I can't remember. I've been drinking all day, so. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it. Because it's like, I guess at that point I didn't really have like a system in my like room at that time. It was like more of like, a, like we had like two TVs. And there's like the, like the family TV where you wouldn't watch your like VHS movies and shit. And there was a yeah. TV upstairs where you... Where me and my sister would go play like Super Nintendo or like Nintendo and shit. So like the Game Gear was mine, and I could just like have that in my room. So that was like that's why I think that's why I loved it so much, just because it was like oh shit. And then do you guys remember that movie Surf Ninjas? Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. How did yeah, those batteries last so fucking long? Dude, yeah. he told the future via yeah, his dude. Game Gear. You're already going yeah. to ridiculous territory, dude. <laughs> dude. It's magic. That's all it being magic. <laughs> I mean, that shit was ridiculous. He was playing Shinobi, right? Something, yeah. I, I remember. Don't fucking know, man. But I think there were some solid games on that system. Mm. <laughs> there weren't many, man. Johnson disagrees, but yeah. that was, that game was but kind I, of. Uh... I mean, it's all in like perspective <laughs> because I didn't have a Sega, so yeah, right, right, cool right. games because I wasn't like able to get. The Sega games, like this is all I had. <laughs> Stefan, um, I had Mortal Kombat uh, and that shitty Sonic game. Uh, but Mortal Kombat, when that, when I got the Game Gear and had that cartridge, it was like amazing to me that I could play the game that I saw out at the arcades. I was like, it was in my hands now. I was like, holy shit, playing it. But you only get there's only so many characters. They're not even all the characters in that game. <laughs> It was like getting the light version of a game on your iPhone. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, but I mean, having being able being able to not like be like in front of the TV or have to wait for somebody to have the TV, like you had your own little system and you could like crawl away and just play for whatever. Um, I think there might have been an X Men game on there. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. There was, there was, yeah. That I had. That was the one game I bought, like saved up for and bought. The for the game like gear shit. and then by the time i got that game like the game gear was already like gonna it was obsolete they're gonna stop making it <laughs> it's just like yeah. yeah 
I mean, but, I think even as, at the time when we were kids, we were like, this has color, but why isn't it as good? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Game Boy was so much better. You know, you know, actually, I had, aside from the Game Gear, I had an Atari Lynx. Are you serious, bro? Yeah. And an Atari Lynx, was, that was a way better, way better gaming system. It was so super smooth. The animation on the characters was great. Like, the menus were super quick and stuff like that. It, that felt like a different experience. All it's right, one man, one you're a one man uh, show on this one, but what, best Lynx game, your favorite Lynx game? Um, the I had uh, I had um, California Games, which was really fun. Oh shit! Especially on that because there's a surfing <laughs> game I really liked, oh, and it was shit. like it was so fluid. It was like it was the equivalent of watching like a, a really great screensaver on like a compact Presario in '95. <laughs> but it, at the time was, was was amazing. The Atari Lynx was great. I forget the other game I had was remember that um, you could see it in arcades. It was like a game. It was like a red futuristic motorcycle, and you sit on top of it in the arcade, and then you just like you move the joysticks forward to go forward, and then it has like two blasters, and you just like go through these tubes. I don't know, but anyway, it was like a it was kind of like a um, wipeout style kind of shooter. That was on the links. Fucking great system, and some Vietnamese kid stole it from me. <laughs> Gosh dang! Vietnamese. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Oh man. I want to go back to the Nintendo thing. Uh, Caveman Games is a fucking great Nintendo game. Dude, I never Caveman even heard of that games. until I YouTube videos, and I downloaded that and played it. It's it's ridiculous, dude. It's it's great when you're drunk with a lot of people and there's an actual <laughs> Nintendo around you. That's true. I never even heard of that one until. A couple months ago um i actually had a game gear as well and um i think probably the best game was actually that castle of illusion starring mickey mouse game nice that was the best one at best gameplay <laughs> the sonic games weren't bad johnson said they were trash but i in my memory anyway i don't think they were too too bad they just weren't as good as the genesis ones it was a precursor yeah. to kingdom hearts yeah. Oh, uh, Castle of Illusion? I don't know. I'm just Disney. I'm looking at a list now. <laughs> I'm looking at a list now for best Game Gear games, and they have Sonic 1 as number one, Deep Duck Trouble starring Donald Duck, number two, Sonic 2, Power Rangers, Castle of Illusion, number five, and then Taz and Escape from Mars. That one's like classic. Whoever made this, classic. Whoever made those, full of shit. <laughs> you were saying no okay all right anyway um let's see what system we want to go to next we want to go to super nintendo snes i mean that's logical right yeah i think it is and hey, Andrew, i think i gotta bounce okay gonna... all right dude Bye. see you johnson i'm glad Bye. to hear your voice again <laughs> thanks Bye. all right and then we got fucking uh, Joey away from Mike. So, uh, <laughs> Maddie, best. Little... Oh shit! Best, best SNES, SNES game. Uh, fuck. Uh, I remember getting this system and really liking Super Mario World a lot. Um, it was a lot of fun. Fuck, I don't even know. There was another Alien vs Predator game that came out for that system, which I also really liked. It was also really fucking hard. Uh, the... I was really into Spawn at the time collecting comics and they brought out a spawn game which was fun also fucking hard as shit that game was awesome yes yeah, it was um, it was um fuck i didn't even write this shit down uh i was trying to think 
I like the Star Wars games, the Super Star Wars games for it, like Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Return of the Jedi. Um, I didn't have all of those, but a friend did, and I would go over there and play those a lot. Um, um, wasn't there a Battletoads game for Super Nintendo? Yeah, Part Super Battletoads. Super Battletoads. Yeah, and then uh, there was uh, fuck. What's uh, what's the Turtles game that came out for it? Turtles Is in Time. It? Is that it? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, yes, that yes. game was. Uh, that game was amazing. That, that game was amazing, and that was one with another person beside you. You could actually get through, which was fun because it's probably the first time since I've had game systems where you, I had, like would actually beat a game and be like, yes, I feel complete. <laughs> uh step and go i know you're a sega guy but you um must yeah, have something actually, well i remember i was always a genesis guy but i always remember my sister had a boyfriend who had an snes and he would bring it over every now and again um and my favorite i mean i just that was a super street fighter 2 um and this was before i had before championship edition on the sega genesis came out they only had Street Fighter on, on Super Nintendo. Um, and I remember just seeing that and thinking it was, like, way more, like, way more complex than the Genesis was because I'd just been playing the Genesis as the norm or even the SNES uh, kind of at that time still, too. Um, so Super Street Fighter just looked, like, so brilliant to me. It looked, like, so vibrant and... The animation was great. Like I never seen anything like it at that point, but I was aware of it. So just the anticipation of my sister's boyfriend coming over to play Super Nintendo was kind of awesome for the Super Nintendo, not for the boyfriend necessarily. All right, Joey. <laughs> oh good. Joey, are you there? Hold on. I'm He's here. Coming. Okay. Uh, SNES, go. SNES. So I'm going to start out. With I think my favorite game, uh, this is a tough one. It's a uh, it's a cross between Super Castlevania and Super Metroid. Okay, okay. Um, those are I had in the same to, category basically too. Yeah. That's interesting. I had yet to play a Castlevania game uh, at this point, but I somehow I got a hold of Super Castlevania and like the graphics and the music, like just. Oh man, it floored me, and so I'd like I just got like addicted right away, and like Met and so Super Metroid uh, came out. I think I borrowed it from a friend, and um, again the music, the graphics, um, the little story they told at the beginning, like sort of really got you to the uh, world of Metroid, and then you you get on this big planet that just is you have no how no idea how big. It is. And you just follow the map, trying to figure get to these places, how to you know break this wall, how to this, and um, those are definitely my two favorite for sure. Um, after that, you know, I've played the shit out of some Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting, Mortal Kombat, Super Street Fighter Two, um, Super Mario World was one that like me, my grandparents, my uh, aunt and uncle, and their kids. Um, we all that game it was like trying to see who could get all the star, all the stars, and like uh, the percent, you know, the, the highest percentage in the game. I think I only made it to like ninety six. Um, Zelda: Link to the Past. 
but yeah, that's my that's my Super Nintendo games. Just just jumping off from what you were saying real quick before I say mm-hmm. mine, the uh, when I played Metroid in Castlevania when I was a kid, I've told Jordan this several times already, but um, I I didn't like it because I didn't like having to choose between two different places at once. I was used to Mario and Sonic and shit, like it was kind of one track and you went. Right. So if there were like two doors I could go through at the same time, it like frustrated the fuck out of me for some reason. It's like I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't like that freedom or something. I don't know. But now that I played them, I've been getting back into them, and they're like my favorite games. Like I'm currently playing uh, um, Symphony of the Night right now. But before that, I beat Aria of Sorrow. Uh, I even before that, I first got back into these games or into these games for the first time when I played Super Metroid over Christmas like two years ago I think back at my parents house when I had nothing to do I just popped in the emulator and I was like wow this is awesome and the music is awesome actually Super Super Metroid's my pick and well it's tough because Super Nintendo I think is probably the best system ever made there's so many good games for it so it's hard to pick between that one, Super Street Fighter, to Turbo Hyper Fighting or whatever. The best, the top Street Fighter game for the system. And, of course, Super Mario World. That that game is a masterpiece. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the with Metroid and, the, and, and Castlevania, I just crazy. I'm, I'm so into them lately. And Axiom Verge, I beat that. Uh, I'm still playing that one. God, I dude. I, once I got in, I got super in. Like when I when I first beat Super Metroid, I then on the same vacation beat the two Game Boy Advance ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm in Castlevania. Like I'm I'm nuts about those games. They're addictive, man. They're they were fun. Ga- they are fun games. Uh, yeah. I, I, you still got to play Super Castlevania, Andrew. I have it. I still have not done that one. I, that's on the list. That's on the list. That upside down uh, castle shit on fucking. Symphony of the Symphony? Night. Oh, it's crazy ridiculous. fucking good. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's like, oh, and, and just, just since you brought that up, so another one of my favorite was Super Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. Um, that game was hard as fuck. Yeah. I I played that game for like a long time, and then like finally I got up super early one morning and played it to about 2 in the afternoon, beat it. And it was like, oh, you have to go back and play it again to get the crown or some crap. And I, like, threw the controller. I was like, <laughs> turn the game off. No way am I going through this game again. All right. And Joey, lead straight into uh, Genesis. Okay. Go straight to Genesis. Um, yeah. I'm, we've talked about Mortal Kombat and Streets of Rage and the Sonic games, which, you know, are, are great games. And I loved them and played the shit out of them. But I'm going to go with my favorite Sega game, Splatterhouse 3. Nice. <laughs> I can yeah. hear Johnson, even though he's not here, being like, yeah. Yeah. This game was like, you know, he had that. He, you know, he looked like Jason Voorhees to me. And Jason, Jason Voorhees is my favorite, like, slasher movie villain. Um, you walk in, you know, your name is Rick, and, like, you're in this, like, hotel, and you're walking around, and it's just, like, blood and guts everywhere, and you're just fighting monsters and ripping their heads off and, like, suplexing them. Um, and then you have you have a timer, which you have to get to the boss before that timer's up, or, like, you, so basically you have your wife, Jennifer, and you have a son, and within these different levels, if 
you have to make it to the boss within this timer, or like your wife dies, or she lives, depending on when you make it. Same with your son. Son lives, son dies. So there's like uh, like six different endings or something for this game. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, the bosses are great, graphics great. Uh, so gory. So metal. <laughs> Maddie? Um, I never had a Sega. Um, <laughs> All right, I Stefan? Think- Sega Genesis? No, fine, wait, 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 Maddie. Seven. Maddie. Fine, no, that was a joke, Stefan. No, no, go ahead. It's, it's over. It's over. Go on, Stefan. I see how Andrew wants to be. Uh, no. Don't take it. I also don't take it personal. the Splatterhouse games as well as Joey. Uh, also, the Jurassic Park game where you can play as Raptor. Um, yeah, but, I yeah, bought I, that I, game I, because that was what I wanted to do. I was like, humans? No. Yeah. Velociraptor? Yes. This is what they should have been doing the whole time. But and, I did not delve into the Sega catalog because I did not have one. This is just a friend who had like Splatterhouse and like Jurassic Park and random other games that we've already talked about for that have come out on Super Nintendo. So move on to Stefan. <laughs> um, the single greatest Sega Genesis game <laughs> is Gunstar Heroes by. Um, the fuck is that company's name? I've never guys, played it. Please, explain you've never. Oh my god, Joey! Right. This game um, is on like all the lists. If you look at like top Genesis games, it's always up there, dude. Okay. Yeah. Go oh ahead, Stefan. Go ahead. You ha- have to play Gunstar Heroes. Okay, it's um. Hold on, I'm trying to find the name of the company that made it. Treasure was the name of the company. They also made Rocket Knight Adventures and Dynamite Heady. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, but there, it's like it was like it was like a super stylized, like super cartoony kind of Contra style game, side-scrolling shooter. Except you could aim upward, you could aim diagonally, you could aim in front of you, you could aim behind you, you could duck, you could pick things up, and you could throw people if they got close to you. Um, there was just nothing but explosions on every level, on every on every fucking screen. It was just explosions happening. What your guns shooting, what the other people's guns are shooting. Um, you also had you could you could get different weapons, kind of like Contra, by shooting these things that were floating in the air. Um, and there was ones that were like chasers. So if you pointed the, anywhere you pointed the gun, it would shoot all the enemies on the on the um, screen, which seemed kind of cheap. If, when you say it like that, but then when you're actually playing it, it's just it, it, it's again it's like that huge spectacle of explosions and action. There was also a flamethrower version, and then like a spreader kind of version, um, and then uh, I think one other, but I, or like an electricity kind of weapon. Um, you would play as one of two characters. You could play a co-op in the level. You're both on the same level, jumping around, blowing shit up, and like watching each other's back. It was like, I mean. It's a fucking amazing game. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. it's like it's like it's like what you imagine. Like if you could play Uncharted Four co-op with somebody on the same screen at the same time with maybe two hundred more enemies on each level, it would be akin to what Gunstar Heroes was. Just like you wow, know, it was, you could you could you could compare it to games like Contra and Metal Slug, but it stood on its own with its own style and a really cool story. It, that game fucking captured my imagination like no other, and it played like a dream. Word. Check it out. Sweet. Who's next? I got <laughs> lost. Is that me? Yeah. Yeah, it's you. 
Oh shit. I dude, I got to say my favorite is probably Mortal Kombat 2 cuz it had all the fatalities that it needed to have and I was a huge fighting game fan. I remember like when Mortal Kombat was like huge like when 1 and 2 I think especially around 2 like we would be drawing like the fatalities in the middle of church and shit. <laughs> and my mom would get so mad like don't do that in church. We would draw, we draw like sub zero ripping the head off and shit. We thought that was the greatest thing, and uh, that was the only game that my parents ever, like, tried to limit us playing, because we were a little bit too into it, probably. Um, but other than that, I mean, I remember I liked, uh, fucking, what was that shit, Vector Man, too, that one was Yeah, cool. Vector Man was so good. That came out near the end of the run too, like just before the yeah. Saturn yeah, I think it was one out. of the last games. Yes, definitely. And there was a Vector Man two as well, but that it uh, didn't. The Comic system had already. Yeah, Comic Zone was cool. Comic Zone was on that kind of last leg as well. Yeah, the Genesis had a very interesting run, for sure. Man, there were so many of the Avengers game on Genesis. It was fucking awesome. Was it? You could play as any Adve Avenger. Um, Vision yeah, was great. You, you got to play the. Avengers. Yeah. Have you played that, Andrew? The Avengers, uh, Captain America, the Avengers beat him up? I there... don't know if I played that one. I definitely had, like, I th at least two of the X Men games, though. Uh, the Clone Wars. And yeah, some, Clone Wars else. is amazing. Yeah, they were they're pretty so good. Hard. You should check out uh, ESWAT. ESWAT. ESWAT was a good one that was on Genesis only. You were like a cop, and then you start off as a regular cop. And you don't have enough artillery to kill as many bad guys, and they're all mutating and turning into robots. So he gets a mech suit to jump into, and he becomes this like robot cop, fucking blasting motherfuckers. Jeez, it's amazing. Yeah. Streets of Rage 2, fucking The Punisher. Um... Genesis was a lot more, <laughs> a lot more metal. Now that you look back, Genesis on it. was yes. fucking tight, dude. They were dark. They were darker, huh? Well, <laughs> there, Nintendo was, was trying to be family friendly even back yeah, then. So it was Eternal Champions was not a great game, but it was like a I like that Kombat game. <laughs> it was a, it was a clone, but I liked yeah. that one. That, yeah, it's just always been a fighting game fan. So, dude, Haunting starring Ghoul uh, or Polter guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you dude, jump in and awesome. out of objects and ha haunt the house and like scare the people off of the in the house. It's like you're just like a punk ghost scaring fucking yuppie yuppie people. <laughs> the haunting is a Genesis game. Yeah, oh, it's so good, dude. They need to remake that shit. <laughs> what was it? Next gen. E what? E SWAT. E SWAT e was one, okay. and then Mercs was another one. It was like a top-down shooter. That was another one where it's just like nothing but explosions and artillery, and you were fucking like. Some commando taking on an entire Cuban battalion and shit, and just like laying waste. It's Wait, great. I have a question now though. Since you asked about the Zapper in the last episode, yeah, did you have the Minister? Uh, I didn't have the Minister. I had like a Mad Cat's knockoff. Okay. Um, Were those games game... good? The, not really. There was Lethal Enforcers was on there, which yeah. was kind of good. Yeah. There was a time when some of those arcade ports weren't bad at all. Where they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. where they were just the right, they were just right, the right quality of good and crappy, to right. like, to like float under the radar or just be like, yeah, it's an entertaining game. So there was a couple of those. There was a, actually to jump ahead a little bit, Sega Saturn. I had Virtua Cop, uh, which was really amazing with a light gun. But but anyway. All right. 
Uh, let's see. Um, does anybody want to do Saturn? I didn't I have some, one. There's some great games on Saturn. I could run a quick list. I, okay, so I'll do I'll do just the top two for me, uh, uh, Stefan, real quick. Then yeah, you can, go ahead. You can, you can end it out. Yeah. So go I had a Saturn. I loved it actually when it was out, and yes. I I I loved all the fighting games for it. Marvel superheroes was mm -hmm. a standout, dude. Uh, 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 that those first uh, Street Fighter versus X Men, all those games. Loved yeah. the fuck out of those games. Samurai Showdown Four. Yes, all oh. those. I had the fucking uh, eight megabit cartridge you put into it to make your games even smoother. Um, but other than that, I liked. Um, there was a game called Dragon Force. Yeah, Dragon Force. You not the band, nothing to do with the band that's out now. But it was there was even a sequel too. But yeah, you were you like controlled an army and they did like Braveheart type melees where they would clash into each other and it was kind of a cartoony cool. style. But you would you would control like you would like do the strategy for them like running up against each other like when do the in infantry go when do the cavalry go when do the one of the archers shoot, you know, it was a game like that. So that was a standout for me for that system. Uh, Stefan, what were yours? Um, Die Hard Arcade to start off. That was a good was one. It was fucking brilliant. Uh, the Last Bronx was a fighting game near the end of its run. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last Bronx was really cool. It was kind of like a Tekken style. Or no, it was more like a Soul Calibur kind of style, like weapons and combat kind of fighting game. Um, and then there was... Uh, what was that? Uh, Panzer Dragoon, the first one. Yeah, oh, yeah, those are so good. Yeah. You like fly around on the back of a dragon, like sh shooting things, kind of like a target shooter, kind of on rails shooter, I guess they would call it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else, but uh, I had NHL '97 on the fucking Saturn. Was amazing. <laughs> that game yeah. was the, probably the best hockey game I ever played, man. Did you guys play um, Guardian Heroes? Yeah, Guardian Heroes was cool. I like side heard scroller, of it. Like, side scroller, like sort of anime, sort of kind of pick your own level, uh, kind of story wise, I guess. Um, my friends had it, and like the the environments and the everything looked really awesome. Um, I got it on Xbox 360. I played a little bit of it, but that was like the only sort of standalone game, Saturn game that I knew of. Other than like you know we mentioned fighting games and stuff, there was that bug game too, just called Bug. Hmm. Anybody ever play that? I don't, that. I don't that, think so. That was like a side scroller made in 3D, one of the first ones of its kind. Um, but I think it was mainly on a 2D plane that became 3D-ish at times. But yeah, uh, there was a sequel as well, and they were good. It was a good system, man. I have a lot there of was a good yeah. Saturn. Sega Saturn was good. Not to mention, I said Virtual Cop first and Daytona USA. Yes, yes, yes. Virtual um, Fighter. That that three pack Virtual Fighter. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, what was the other one I was thinking of? Fuck. Oh, it was a sci-fi shooter, like cockpit style shooter, called Solar Eclipse. That had like live action acting scenes in it. And had uh, one of the chicks from Babylon 5 or something. Like, it was really well done, like, Wing Commander-style science fiction game called Solar Eclipse where they would just be like, there's some fucking aliens attacking us. you got to shoot out into space and destroy them and go. And you play the level in the back. It's just like, whew, thank God you did that. There's some more aliens, though, and we need you to go. You know, like, just, like, forcing you into these space battles. It was really good. I think that's everything. Crazy Taxi? No, that was Dreamcast. Never mind. Yeah, Dreamcast. Um... Okay, so we're going to move on to PS1 now. 
I'm sure we all had this oh, shit. Oh, man, we? yeah. All right, Joey, go ahead. Top PSX game. Top, ooh. That's a tough one, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna. That... I'm just going to go with, like, my sort of, like, you know. I remember the system was coming out. I got it for Christmas one year, and I'd gotten uh, Battle Arena to Shinden. Yeah, yeah. Which yes. Is, uh, sort of a 3D fighting game with really cool characters, and even made, like, an anime about it. Um. This was the system that that again, like I, you know, I didn't have money for games, so I'd get money for uh, games for Christmas, and I had to go rent them. Um, but I rented, found out about Resident Evil. <laughs> this was a game, you know, it had a zombie on the on the back, and like, you know, Chris Re- Chris Redfield on the front with like arms and stuff grabbing at him, and like the the art was really uh, really cool. Um, and I was like, oh, man, there's giant spiders and zombies. Like, I had just gotten um, Dawn of the Dead on, like, double VHS from, like, a video store. It was, like, kind of got into zombies. And so I got this game. Didn't realize that I needed a memory card. Uh, oh, shit. And so me and my friend, like, rented this game and played it for, like, two or three days. And, like, every time we die... We have to start over again. That sucks. All the way over again. God, that sucks. Yeah. And so it is so frustrating. This is why you Um, like Dark Souls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. This definitely laid the groundwork. Yeah. Um, We, uh, you know, I had the PlayStation for as long, you know, until, like, I had to turn it upside down for it to work. Yeah. I had to do that little trick. Uh, me and my buddies played Twisted Metal 2. Like that was like oh, a God. first ever like co-op game, other than like a fighting game that I played with friends and we just like you know fucking run around the the levels and just try and kill each other. It was great. Maddie, um, oh sorry, um, got any more? Joe? Yeah, it, it, there's a lot more, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay with those two for the moment. So Battle Ring to Shinden and uh... Resident Evil Twisted Metal 2. Okay, yeah, those are good picks. Maddie? All right, uh, I'm going to start off with Silent Hill. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. First, it's the first game I got that, like, uh, just, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is the <laughs> strangest thing I've ever played in my entire life. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, since Silent Hill, I've always played every Silent Hill game that's come out. It's just, uh, man, that game just set the standard for what, like, survival horror could be. Gonna go with Joey with the Resident Evil series. Uh, we'll always be a fan. We'll always be interested in what they release. Also, along with Joey, Twisted Metal Two, <laughs> fucking brilliant, so good. Uh, I was really good at it, and people would not. My friends would not play me. So it's the only game I've. I can say I'm really good at at the time. Uh, I don't know, man. Crash Bandicoot was also a lot of fun. Yeah. Dude, there's just so many fucking games that were great on that system. Speaking of Crash Bandicoot, so who's played Uncharted 4? Oh, I have thanks I to have. you. Here, okay. Here. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sure you guys have played like the first little part where they're like playing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah play it. It's awesome. It's so fun. That's it's the like hardest a... part of Uncharted 4 is Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't beat that part. They, they I just was like, like fuck! <laughs> I didn't beat it either, but I I I, I was just so giggly when yeah. it came, when it came up. <laughs> but those are my choices. I'm sure like everyone else 
here there's a ton more playstation games that i had marvel versus capcom was also good i'm not a huge fighting game fan but i had that um that was a lot of fun i sucked at it and i hated everyone who was better at me then <laughs> <laughs> stefan um psx i'm gonna have to say first tomb raider right on was really one of my just the whole cinematic element getting lost in those caverns and shit the character and everything was just amazing fucking t-rex um, yeah fighting the t-rex all of it finding the treasures fighting the humans and the temples and shit chasing after you like just mm-hmm. set the stage for probably one of my most favorite game series of all time like i'm happy to say that i'm a fan of tomb raider and that most of the games in the series are good um but and then also for ps1 um jet moto oh shit yeah that, yeah that game was fucking so much fun like high flying adventure on these futuristic hover bikes and it had like i'm not a big fan of like commercialization and uh what do you call it like ad uh ad placement placement and stuff but i it was it lent an element of realism i guess at the time when they had like licensed brands like mountain dew and i don't know nike or whatever else it was in the game so it was kind of cool to see how those real-life things that you see on TV every day in commercials kind of show up in this game, making it seem like it was this, like, super sport of the future. You know, it was, like, so science fiction-y um, for bringing just, like, a racing game. Um, I had hours of fun with fucking Jet Moto. And then and then I'll say Resident Evil 2 to kind of go along with you guys. But I loved being able to play both the different characters, Clay and Claire and Leon, I loved how their stories were really different, the places that you go. Um, and I liked that you were in Raccoon City um, because the first game was so good just in the mansion and now you're like in a whole city. It like set the stage for like where we're at with like sandbox games like The Last of Us and um, uh, The Walking Dead and any of the survival horror kind of games we have now. Fucking PS1 was a jam. Yeah, there was a shitload of good stuff for that one. I'm going to have to go with uh, Symphony of the Night and Tenchu. Yes. Oh, Oh, yes. I love the fuck out of Tenchu, man. Great game. I need another Tenchu. Andrew, would you say that that's the best ninja game ever made? It's the only one where they ever (laughs) attempted to make it somewhat realistic. So I'm going to go with yes, just because I like that stuff. I I know a lot of people, they, they want the arcade experience of Ninja Gaiden or whatever. Right. I get I get that, but for me, like you have games like Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and you have games like Metal Gear that do this great, Uncharted as well. Mo- a lot of games yeah. have the stealth aspect now. And Arkham I think, Knight. Yeah, that that does it really the, well. The, and, remember but, the intent? Sorry, Intentu. He has the the rope he can like zip his like zip line thing that he yeah used. yeah yeah yeah. That's the same in Batman. Batman kind of yeah. I would say steel, but it's such a. Common it's so idea. fun it's so fun yeah and, and just to see it in like a historical context like if i if i had if i had the power to make a game it would be a cross between tenchu and skyrim because i want like an open world medieval rpg but when you say the word medieval people always think of european medieval no right. go to medieval japan motherfucker Talk yeah. to old, talk to geishas in Kyoto. Get, get on a boat to ancient Korea if you want. Go back, <laughs> Japanese and Japanese pirates and shit. Fucking ninjas hanging out in the trees. 
maybe that priest in the temple is he a fucking ninja who knows you know like <laughs> and then maybe even throw in old japanese monsters like well, they call them yokai throw those motherfuckers in there too if you want if you don't want to be realistic because there's monsters in skyrim and shit like well have you all seen out with that shit it's like the monsters in Muramasa blade there's a game yeah there's a game that Capcom is finishing now that's supposedly taken 10 years to make, and it's kind of like a Dark Souls-style game set in ancient Japan, feudal Japan. So it has, like, the Onimusha kind of aesthetic to it, oh my God. which, by oh, the way, was another called, great PS1 game. It's called Neo. Yeah, PS2. Yeah, it's Capcom. Or PS2, sorry. That's uh, Capcom? So, yeah, Capcom, yeah, it's called Neo, and it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's like a Dark Souls-style, like... Yeah, dude, they already have, my, my check's already written up. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> yeah, it. like yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I would love to get into Dark Souls. It scares me a little bit. But that one seems like more of an angle. I would sit there and play for hours and hours if it was like exactly how you were describing, Andrew, the game that you might want to make. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be the one because we uh, like Assassin's Creed is essentially it, but it's in Europe. Like if you did, if you didn't do like a monster type thing and you just made it right. totally realistic, you could it could still work, but you would just be in medieval Japan and not medieval Italy or wherever. Yeah. Like yeah. I, they could totally work, but we just it's weird. We haven't seen those games. The closest thing we've gotten are the are the Yakuza games, but they're not medieval, you know? Yeah. You're going around you're going around like a like it's Grand Theft Auto, right? But in yeah. Japan. So that that's it makes sense, but I'd like to see this other game. But just real quick, my runner up. You guys remember Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so not that game, one like it called Vandal Hearts. Yes. Okay. That, I remember liking that one more than Final Fantasy Tactics. Was good. Yeah. Oh, I liked. Uh, I only played the demo for and never actually got to play the full game. Was uh, Brave Fencer Musashi? Oh, I had yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, dude. That, was yeah that was that one of the best lot, games. That demo was fucking great. I just couldn't find the game anywhere in my hometown and never got to play it. That but game the was The demo great. was fucking great, and I loved every second of that demo. Yes, that was a good one, and Bushido Blade too. Yeah, Bushido Blade. It's fucking two, so man. good. One-hit kills and shit. Yeah. It was so tough to figure it out. It doesn't tell you anything. I recently yeah. started playing that again. It doesn't say anything. You're just like, people are just fighting you all of a sudden. That must yeah. have been how it was like in ancient Japan, though, if you think about it. No, I mean, yeah, you're talking about, like, <laughs> one or two hits. That's it. Hey, hey dude, you want to fight? No, not, okay, not, okay, not right, really. Do we want to do any other systems, or is that it? Like Dreamcast, or what, or anything? Yeah, I, got, I, I, feel, man. I feel like we could do a Dreamcast, because that's kind of like an obscure system that yeah, has really for obscure sure. games. I mean, we, you know, PS2 and PS3 is just so broad. Uh, I'm just going to say PS2, Onimusha series. I don't oh, know yeah. if a lot of people played it, but They're great. that fucking series Loved is them. great. I never it was Resident Evil with one, fucking but, Samurais. But 1 through 3... Good lord, if they need to remake anything or bring it out again, Onimusha would be a great game. I just... Please make it. Please make something. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I I bet Neo is going to be a lot like that. I hope so. It looks pretty fucking dope. But I I never had a Dreamcast, but you guys can talk about it. Um, (laughs) It didn't last very long, but I remember... No. I mean, Sonic Adventure was amazing. Like, I remember like that one more than Mario 64, to be honest with you. I was really into really? that game. Yes, yes. I thought it was easier to control. I, I even I just didn't like the controls in Mario 64 that much. Yeah, Mario 64. 64 was... I, I kept buying systems right before they would go out. 
Oh, you that had... was that was a bummer. I got the Sega Saturn with a bundle. It was like 160 bucks or something like that, and then two months later, it was they weren't making games for it. Nintendo 64, same thing. But yeah. Dreamcast, same thing. But all those they had, they were stepping stones for bigger things, you know. Like Dreamcast was fucking amazing. I don't know who wants to go first, but. Oh, I mean, I, I pretty much already did. I don't think anybody oh, you else just, had. Oh. So, so go ahead, Stefan. Uh, Sega Dreamcast. So fucking, um, what is it called? Damn it, why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> I'll just say Jet Set Radio to start. Um, okay. That was just a cool game. Sandbox kind of levels, the graffiti aesthetic, all the music, the animation, and stuff like that. It was just like a wild experience to, to have. There was a game I bought when I first got Saturn called... Um, it was called Blue Stinger. Blue Stinger, yeah. It was kind of a Resident yeah. Evil clone, mm-hmm. um, but it had a really cool p- premise and setting. Well, the premise was stupid, but the setting was like this island, this research island that was like a whole city, but basically looked just like a mall. Um, and you're and there's nobody there but you, so you're doing all this exploration and stuff, and like nothing made sense. Like at one point, you'd you'd get a you'd find a gun in a locker, and then you'd fight some monsters down the hall. And then you'd find, like, a lightsaber, which is called, like, a beam sword or something, and then you're using that on them. And then, like, like nothing made sense, but it was just, like, that same kind of, like, survival horror-style um, camera and movement type of game. And it just, like, it was engrossing just because it was, like, so weird and atmospheric. And it took place during Christmas time, so there was, like, oh, yeah. Christmas music playing in the background <laughs> cool. and, like, I little like stores. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, Shenmue is the game. That's probably number one. I had that, but I was yeah. not. I was not into that for so. Oh, reason. I loved it. I wish. I wish, because it ends on such a cliffhanger, and then the second one didn't come out until, um, like Xbox One, I think. Or no, it came out on Dreamcast, but I was never able to buy it. Um, but Shemu, the first one, it was just a soap opera, dude, that you got to play through. It was like it was playing through a Japanese soap opera. It's definitely with... like the first like open world sandbox game yeah like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so game. good dude and it had the virtue it was made by the virtual fighter people so it had that same kind of fighting system mm-hmm. which which had so much potential but you you didn't get in very many fights in the game um which was weird so they're making a sequel right now um to like a next gen sequel which i hope actually happens it seems like it's kind of marred by a lot of like outdated kind of thinking and and game design but um, but that game like it just captured the imagination. Like you just followed this dude as he went sought out revenge to this kung fu master that, or this like martial arts master that fucking killed his sensei, or parents or whatever. I don't know what it was, but you just march around the town he grew up in, and you get to know the people he's already known, and they know him. And you could buy like little, you could buy things out of vending machines, and get little toys, collect toys. You could actually buy a Sega Saturn and buy games at a store. They had like 10 Sega Saturn games within the actual Shenmue game itself that you yeah, could you buy and play, dude. And it was so atmospheric, and like the characters were endearing, and the music was amazing. And like the big chunk of the game is you got to get up, get, get off your ass, and go get a job. <laughs> in order to get some answers. And he's like a teenager, you know, so at that age, I'm like in my early teens, and I'm like, working really hard on the docks, uh, working a forklift and shit like that. <laughs> and meanwhile, my mom is behind me, like, telling me to get a job, and I'm like, I can't. There are far bigger fish to fry here in Japan, mother. <laughs> <laughs> but the Sega Dreamcast, I mean, Crazy Taxi, um, 
it had so many. Even the Sonic game was just fun to play because it took Sonic out of that 2D realm into 3D. Uh, there wasn't much to it. It was like a one-trick pony, but it was really fun at the beginning, like seeing that quality of animation and yeah, graphical with the, with power. That, that killer whale scene. Yeah. Like yes. that was incredible at the time. Power Stone. Sorry. Oh Power yes, Stone Power Stone was great. There's not enough fighting games like that where you could like roll over the tables and grab things, use oh, objects. So like cool. so cool. Like the newest Mortal Kombat is is really close to being. I mean, it's a great fighting game, but it's like they're onto something now. But you know, I always like Dead or Alive games and Tekken games as well. But Power Stone was really unique and Marvel vs. Capcom 2, man. Yeah. That was probably that actually I that we had the most mileage out of that one when I when I had the system. That was so great. So my like yeah, my Dreamcast memories were like being at my friend's house cuz he had one and we'd play like he'd gotten Blue Stinger, Power Stone. Uh, he had gotten uh I believe it was House of the Dead 2 and he got the gun. And we probably nice. went through like three different yes. guns because the Dreamcast controllers and guns were just so cheap. That we just break them, um, you know. Soul Calibur Two came out on Dreamcast, and like, you know, they played the shit out of that. Um, I think probably my favorite game for Dreamcast was probably, other than Street Fighter Three Third Strike, was oh, yeah. sort of sort of the Berserk. Yes. Oh, I totally yeah. forgot about that shit. And in why in why I say this, it wasn't a particularly good game. It had some pretty good music. Um, but it was fun. It was weird. But that's what that's what got me into like my love of Berserk as it is now. So that's kind of why I like I, I like that one a little more than you know the others. Yeah, they had a SNK versus Capcom. Um, the first one that was on Dreamcast. Yeah. Really, I didn't know that. I didn't know about Blue dude. Soul, Soul Caliber. Oh yeah, those Soul Caliber series started those on Soul Caliber too. Yeah, it got yeah. it got big, man. God, Dreamcast was a great system. It really was. See, and it didn't it didn't last. Good note. Yeah. Definitely. It left on a good note, at least. There's a lot of great Japanese only releases too. Remember Seaman? You would yeah, raise that yeah, weird that was, little. That was ridiculous, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah, I had like. That... So yeah, we had a store in the mall that uh, sold the uh, the Japanese games. And so my buddy had gotten Shinmu before it came out in the U.S., and of course it's all in Japanese, so I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> did he? <laughs> no, he did not. I, I don't think we really got far. I, yeah, it was just kind of a novelty thing. It's like, oh man, this is here already. Let's get it. Yeah. Nice. I actually had a Dreamcast for life. Yeah. Oh. See, man. It's just too ridiculous, dude. I, I never yeah, bought. I yeah. never bought that shit. I couldn't get yeah. into that. I, yeah, I had Seaman. It was really ridiculous, and it was really hard to progress through it because you had to be very specific with this thing. It was supposed to be like an immersive, you know. It was pretty, in like an intelligently designed game, but it was just kind of boring after a while. But I had friends like I couldn't play it anymore because I had friends that would come and turn on my Dreamcast and play it when I wasn't like after school or whatever, um, and they would just like flick my Seaman because you could flick him. They would flick my little character and punish him and not feed him and shit and just torture him. So he would like come um, back and be like, "Why do you hate me? What have I done?" And I'm just like, "What the fuck happened to you, man?" Like, it just you know, felt like it was, it was Tamagotchi repackaged. Like I, I just couldn't do it. It was. It was really weird. It was just a strange game. It really creeped my mom out. 
you gotta uh, hand it to Sega for being the company that was more adventurous. Like yeah. willing to, they were willing to, to take hits, I guess. Like they yeah. would. They Echo the like Dolphin. The, the 32X, which didn't do shit. And then Sega, Sega, CD. Sega CD barely did anything. Like, but they just kept going, man. They made Sega Net. They had Sega. Yeah. No, no one played. The Dreamcast was supposed to be on the internet. There, yeah. there was, there were a few games. Fan, Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like they were always like the first to do shit. But the thing is, they were probably like too experimenting too much and not like just focusing on like making core good games. <laughs> You know, like you remember that fucking yeah. holo? Did you ever play that hologram game in the fucking arcade in the fucking like? 90s? It was like a fighting game. It was like you could, ba- dude. You could barely like control them because they were like holograms. It was I don't know how it was. It was like on some sort of like mirror type of thing or something. Yeah. And it was like a real hologram. You could put your hand through it, and you controlled it sort of. And it was like a cowboy shooting a gun or something. Oh that, yeah. Anyway, that was Sega too, and that was Sega putting a bunch of money in hologram video games in '93. Uh, you know, it just kind of showed that like they were really interested in a bunch of shit, but it just yeah. didn't pay off ultimately. Yeah, they lost the console game. Console they battle. It. They lost it, man. Now you got Sonic living on and on Nintendo. Yeah, what sad state of affairs that is. No wonder. No <laughs> As wonder. As a purist, <laughs> the purist that you are. They should have Hideo Kojima do the next Sonic game. I don't know if that's happening, bro. That'd be that'd be cool though. That would be fucking awesome. That would be cool, dudes. Um, we had all those other questions, but I think it's we're like near the two-hour mark. Yeah, I think we did pretty good with sort of describing the games and, you know, a lot of sort of what systems we had and, that you was know, fun. parents and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to end on something, and for the listener, these guys don't know about it, but I have a video game quiz I wanted to ask you guys. So how do you guys feel about doing that real quick before we close yeah. out? Okay. Sure. All right. <clears throat> Start off with the first question. And if you've listened to American Otaku, my old, old podcast, I'm sorry. This is uh, basically the same thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the founder of Atari, who, was all, who also founded the nationwide restaurant franchise Chuck E. Cheese, was Nolan Bushnell, Ralph Bayer, Steve Russell. Nobody knows this shit. Uh, Nolan? See, yes. Whatever. Nolan Bushnell. Nolan Bushman? Yeah, Bushnell. Bushnell. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Easy. You barely got it. <laughs> which two characters which which characters are two non-video game mascots who have their own NES games? Noid and Noid. Spot. Scurvy Bubbles oh. and Chester Cheetah, Little Caesar and Slim Jim, Willy Wonka and the Dots. I would say no, the Noid and Spot. That's right. I had, actually had the spot one. I didn't have the Noid one. The spot that one was, was a good. fucking great game. It was good, right? Yeah. Cool, cool spots, amazing. Yeah. What was the first video game to use a Super FX chip? Was it Star Fox, Stunt Racer, Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, or Mario World? Star Fox. Correct. Joey yeah. with the point. Dang. Nice. Nintendo was a Japanese word meaning fun television game, leave luck to heaven, video game excitement. Leave luck to heaven. Whatever. Uh, the the that's beat. right. Maddie's right. Maddie's right. I was beat. gonna say yeah. That sounds. What is it? Leave luck to heaven. Leave oh yeah, yeah. Heaven. Which, in my opinion, is just sort of a, <laughs> sort of a, 
uh, loose translation. It, the, the other two just sounded plain Jane. So yeah, yeah, I thought it meant family computer. That's Famicom, right? Family computer. Yeah, that's Famicom means that, but not Nintendo. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Coleco, Nintendo. The, com the company known for the ColecoVision home video system stands for Connecticut Leather Company, Colorado Lens Company, Colorado Lead and Coal. Colorado Lead and Coal. Lens Company? Nope. Connecticut Leather Company. Connecticut Fuck! Can you believe that shit? That's great. <laughs> The ColecoVision, that was the first system I ever had. Really? Well, somebody had it. In I, my, I, was I, never had I was a little one. guy. Dude, I for me, Pit Pitfall. My, uh, my first system, like ground zero for me for video games is uh, the NES. Yeah. Like yeah. anything to Atari or Coleco or whatever, I never played those. All right. Um, resulting from the shootings of Columbine High School and... Littleton, Colorado, or Columbine? I don't know. This console was released in the U.S. without a light gun. PlayStation, Dreamcast, N64. PlayStation. PlayStation. Negative. N64. Dreamcast. No, Dreamcast. Dreamcast? Oh, shit. Yeah, PlayStation was like 95, 96. Yeah. And nine, Columbine, nine, ninety-nine. Yeah. Right, right, right. Shit. This is a follow-up note to this one. Sega also made it impossible to use Dreamcast light guns that were imported from other countries with American consoles. Whoa. So those ones that you were playing, uh, Stefan, probably third party. Me, yeah. Well, that was My... that was Sega Saturn. I had oh, Saturn. Oh, Saturn. Saturn. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we, we, we had gotten, uh... gotten the third party ones, and yeah, they broke after a while. Oh, okay. Sega is the short form. Is short for which of the following terms? Society of Entertainment and Games Association, Service Entertainment Games of America, Seven Elephants Go Alaskan. What the fuck is that? Service and Games. Seven. The first one. The first one. Maddie, what'd you say? I said Seven Elephants because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Service and Games is the actually the answer. Service and Games. Yeah. Service. And then, you know what? I'm not I'm not sure about this, but I I, I think I read that Sega was started by a. An American guy in Japan, so it was a Japanese company in Japan, but had an American CEO from the beginning. Mm. Something like that. Mm. Some weird combination of events there. Nintendo was founded in 1889, <coughs> 1929, 1969, or 1989. 1929. No. Nintendo was founded in 1889, guys. Yeah, that's uh, the one I meant, because they used to sell, like... Well, go ahead. Hanafuda cards. <laughs> yeah, card, card they sold. Yeah. They sold these card games, and then they got Hanafuda. into... Hanafuda. Hanafuda. Then, the, then they got into making video games from there. Wow. Yeah, man. Dang, September man. 23rd, 1889. There were probably still cowboys around in America. <laughs> <laughs> the Metal Gear character Emma has what phobia? And Metal Gear a... character Emma? Yeah. Claustrophobia. No. Fuck. Just blurt something out because I don't have <clears throat> multiple choice for this. One. Is that the the Nintendo one? Wienerphobia. Uh, I think just Emma. I'm not sure. It just, well, it says Metal Gear. Maybe it is NES. Must be the NES one because it's not. Yeah. Yeah, they had Metal Gear. 
I have no clue. Snake's Revenge <laughs> is what it's called. Aquaphobia, apparently. Wow. I'm afraid of water. I said that. Oh, did you? No. <laughs> okay. Which PlayStation 2 game released in 2003 was banned by several countries and implicated by the media in a murder? Implicating the media in a murder due to its graphic violence. Whoa, what? Okay, this sentence is a bit strange, but uh, PlayStation 2 game 2003 banned in several com- countries. PlayStation 2 game. Do we get multiple choice? Or we got to figure. No, out? I don't have it for this one. PlayStation game banned in countries and implicated in a murder. Implicated, implicated in a murder. by the media in a murder. That's what it what? says, but I don't know. It what it was like, oh, this this kid was playing this game, so that's why he killed this person. Oh yeah, probably that's what it was. Loaded, yeah. reloaded. Those are good guesses, but no. Good guesses. Um, two thousand. You said two thousand three. Yeah. Manhunt. Yes, Maybe. that's right. Manhunt. Okay. Oh Manhunt. wait, what? Manhunt's <laughs> great. It was in. Wait. How was it implicated in the... Didn't you, didn't you play as a serial killer like you weren't a good yeah. guy? Yeah. I think oh, that was well, that was part of the, the, the bad rap. No, I think you, I... You, you, played as a, you played it as a convicted killer. He wasn't a serial killer. But ah. um, they, they execute him at the beginning of the game, but then he wakes up, and Brian Cox does the voice of like the, the speakers, um, of the guy talking to you or whatever, uh, yeah. commanding you what to do. And so you basically have to go through this game and, like, fight your way out of man. Well, and then they, they make videotapes and, like, sell them on the black market. It's a fucking awesome game. It's yeah, I remember brutal. getting a it's lot brutal. of, like, it got a lot of bad rap over the yeah. years. So that's kind of what made me think it was that one. Def, definitely probably banned in, like, Southeast Asia or something for sure. Because, I mean, you could, the goal, you could do, like, simple assassinations. It was a stealth game, essentially. You could do simple assassinations and, like, take people out, but you could get more creative, more, like, brutal and violent um, kills if you waited a certain amount while, you know, within this small cone of vision, like, really playing up the stealth element of it to get, like, better kills. It was really twisted. Awesome, bro. I never played it, actually. Oh, it's great. Uh, Okay, next question. Slade, Reese, Jericho, and Roland Kane. Are all characters in which game? Slade, Reese, Jericho, King. Legacy of Kane? That's a good guess, but no. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a hint. No. Oh, wait, I know this answer. Say it again. Is it Slade. WWF game? No. <laughs> Damn. It's an N64 game. Jericho. Final Fight or Fighting Force? No. It's Fuck. a first person shooter. Slave Jericho. Aliens? Kane. No. No. Turok? Yes, Turok. Really? Ah. I actually really like that game. Turok 2 was the fucking shit. You got to put the expansion pack in. It was one of the game first games to use that. Yeah. And oh man, that game was amazing. Yeah, I could definitely do a do with the new version of that game. Yeah, um all right, sure. last one, guys. What was the first home video game console? This is multiple choice. A, Atari 2600. B, ColecoVision. C, Odyssey. And that's it. The ColecoVision. Nope. We'll go the 2600. Nope. It's the Odyssey. Odyssey. Oh, shit. The Magnavox Odyssey. I'm so stupid. 
First home system, guys. I was actually surprised it wasn't fucking Atari 2600. Damn it. Damn it. It was called Pocket yeah. Pool, and you didn't tell nobody about it. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Superhouse. <laughs> Welcome. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to part two of episode 19. This has been Andrew from Superhouse. Joey from Durham, North Carolina. And Superhouse. Sorry, I said it wrong. And Maddie from Cincinnati. And this is Stefan out here in Denver. Smoking Peace. fat blunts. <laughs> smacking booties. <laughs>